This episode is brought to you by the Child Wild Collection. Child with an E, the official eyewear of the Swellians. A plant-based collection, 61% renewable, designed in Byron and made in Italy. Worn with pride by three of your favourite surfing reprobates. Matty Wilco, the former world number one. He wears the Child Treble Aviators and the Delete Beasting. Aussie Wrong wears the Reed and Kai Warner wears the Infinity Cat Eye Wrap. Child.co, that's child with an E. Get on there now. Join the Swellian Army. Punch in the bonus code Swellian20 for 20% off your next child purchase. Childy, child with an E, child.co. Get there and get into the show. Hey, uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say, and I ASP are gonna find me because I wanna be a part of this fucking dumb wannabe tennis tour. You know, I think they got their, his testicles so far up their mouths that this is bullshit, you know? I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm just thinking about having won the world title and, and hopefully trying to win another one someday. You just drop in and just smack the pull back, drop down, say, bah! Well, I'll tell you, Stu, I did travel some humongous ways. Oh, that's the table thing? Oh, that looks good, Not bad. Ain't that swell with Jed and Vaughn. Oh, those guys are back! <laughs> Get a haircut. Yes, Shredheads, Waxheads, Kooks and Barneys, welcome to Ain't That Swell, the radio show dedicated to cutting fucking sick. I'm your host, the two-time Gold Cone Peace Award-winning surf journalist, Scum Valley's finest himself, the punch drunk pikey, the sultan of psilocybin, the maestro of micro-dosing, Simili. And I'm joined here as always by my loyal co-host and friend, frontman of the Goons of Doom, former editor of Surfing World magazine, Tracks magazine, Waves magazine, Vaughn Rinsed Corn, Deadly. Hi. G'day, mate. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Great. Yeah. Been getting some waves? What about spring, bro? Oh, the spring stings. Spring is sprang, but then it sprang back out the window and in came winter. It was fucking freezing this morning and south swell just battering the east coast Mm. uh, from fucking mild stomping ground in the eastern suburbs. Saw a pipeline-esque pit getting Mm. threaded by the great Perth Stanley, me old mate. Stanley's on you, Stanley's. On you, mate. Hey. 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's cooking all over the place. Julian right? Wilson at Merriweather just oh, packing what the fucking that? Mondo cappuccino cone. That thing was fucked up. I haven't seen a, a keg like that since the 2001 mega swell East Coast low that mm. uh, featured on the cover of Waves magazine. Can't remember the bloke's name. If you're out there, though, doffer the cap. Doffer the clap. Doffer the cap. Wayne Cleveland, even? Was that doffer, a- doffer the clap. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh- <laughs> you don't want to doff the clap. Wow. There are old tales about these diseases being transmitted by towels or toilet seats or doorknobs. It's time these tales were stopped. No one Ooh, needs a doff of the clap. Yep, line up for that penicillin shot, boys, if you're doffing the clap. Get uh, your AstraZeneca and uh, just chuck in a little, uh, chuck in a little penicillin yeah, on top. Kill, kill two birds with one stone, oh. why not? Hmm. Clear up that issue and uh, yeah, become COVID safe. Uh, what else, mate? Yeah, no, uh, Molly Picklam saw a f- meaty cone on her Instagram. Wow. And uh, yeah, Rinsing very impressed. <laughs> very, yep, indeed. Yeah, man, spring has just uh, turned up. Turned up, I thought, a, a while ago, or even last week, 
week before, I was thinking, fuck, here we go. Three months of utter dog shit coming up. And uh, it's turned out to be the opposite. It's just a dead set cone off out there. Uh, Smivy, I don't know where you've been getting waves. I've been surfing uh, in my LGA, as is, you mm. know, legally doable for exercise reasons. Uh, one of the lucky ones. But I've been surfing the pass a bit. And I just want to offer a sincere... Oh, don't blow it out. Don't blow oh, it out, oh, no, 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 no. Can't Sorry, be naming spots, mate. Bleep. But I have been surfing it along with fucking 45,000 other people. Fuck, mate. You want to see rock star, I mean, uh, rock, rock and roll concert crowds. Far out. They're behind the rock there at uh, the pass is totally fucking madness. But a sincere so, apology to the uh, fellow who I cooked on uh, a really good one out there the other morning. I just... I couldn't believe it. He was, we had a big chat. We were just sort of sitting there taking turns. And next thing I've just, you know, paddled into a scoopy one and just cooked him so hard. Sorry, mate. UTFS. I feel bad. And a big shout out to uh, all the Swellians have been bumping around the traps. Swellians are out and about getting their fucking fair share of cones, Smithy. Mm. Don't worry about that, mate. Yep. Shout out to me. New flatmate, Casper, uh, ex-glasser down at the Gunter factory there. Nice. And his brother, Jack, the mad sashimi chef. Chop, 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 chop. Mm. So, uh, yeah, plenty of swellings around. I've just been packing uh, kind of misto cones on open stretches of beach break near me nice and uh, in the LGA. And, uh, yeah, mad, mad, mad. Feel, feel, feel. Yeah, well, uh, great to hear from you. Great to see you out there on the streets and in the lineup, swellings. Keep it up, fuck it up, swellings. Back. Feed your face and think about could be less than a week from the WSL Rip Curl Finals hit the water. Uh, we had a huge breakdown of the the whole thing last ep. And uh, excuse the froth, but I was properly starting to feel it. Mm. But uh, we're yeah, in for froth a, coming out of every orifice, Vaughn. We're in for a real treat. Um, what do you want to do here? Should we just get straight to our special guest? Let's go. Number five. Uh, last word on the Trestles Grand Final, Vaughn, with who else? But the former South Sydney demolition man and QE Kingpin turned Gabe Medina mastermind, Andy the Truth King. Kingy! How are you, distinguished bastard? <laughs> yeah, the king. I can't believe it, mate. I can't believe we've got Gabriel Medina's coach, the fucking warrior from the south side. On this very special episode of pre-world title, finals day, mega overload froth. How are you feeling, King? Oh, man, I've, I've just been on the beach for six hours for the last two days, so I'm so parched, mate. I'm freaking um, mad as redneck at the moment. It's such a desert down the trestles. Um, so, yeah, I'm a bit I'm a bit parched, mate. We had about two weeks where I didn't get over one foot, and... The last two days has just been like four to six foot in fire, and so we've just been um, making up for lost time. Mental. What's it like down there, Kingy? What's the energy like? Uh, what's the what's the scene like? Can you can you paint the scene for us? Oh, mate, well, mate, the scene's just imagine like snapper, but um, it's not broken up by anything down the line. So it's just it was a Labor Day weekend yesterday, so it's pretty much the entire surfing world's in the lineup. So it's just um. Yeah, imagine that. Like it's um, yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's it's just a free for all out there, mate. To be quite honest. Wow, that's uh, not the ideal preparation for a a world title grand final. Just battling it out with the absolute hordes, the Californian hot doggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's the game, eh? Like, like um, 
Hey, um, we just had, we just had, um, we just had Jimmy from Miami. He, one of the NBA players, just came out, uh, spent a couple of days with Gabe, and uh, he just couldn't believe it. Like he's just like, how do you train? Like you, you're training in this. Like it was, it's like um, it's kind of like New Delhi, kind of Bali traffic. It's just like, what do you mean? This is like, like they could not believe that that's um, actually what these guys are trying to train in. Like just trying to basically maintain their quiver without um without you know like getting plowed or or running someone over accidentally it's just um mate the crowd is just unbelievable so yeah it's it's pretty hard to get your head around like if you imagine any other sport you know you imagine a formula one and they're trying to trying to test their cars out and you've got a bunch of combis and, and uh, Volkswagen <laughs> just, just on the track oh it's wild yeah there's so many good uh analogies there you know like imagine uh trying to become a pro tennis player, but you got to compete for every chance to hit the ball. Fuck, yeah, I guess what's the focus leading into the event? Like, uh, I mean, not the ideal back half of the season for Gabe, uh, not meddling at the Olympics, couple of average results. Um, yeah, kind of how's that affected you guys and, and what's the focus leading into uh, the grand final? Yeah, like I said, I just think um, there's no way that you can, um, you can maintain that kind of momentum throughout a season and, um, to be quite fair, we've just got to recheck and, and have a look at um, and what it is and take it as an individual event, pretty much. Because, to be quite honest, like, if it was any other year, you'd pretty much be already be drinking out of the trophy. So, it's like, um, we've just kind of got to re-look at it. It's such a, such a different season and a, and a different format. So, kind of, um, but he's just been absolutely on fire. Like, he's been scoring everyone for the last the last week, like, it's just, it was just like he was um, basically buying time for this because you can't, you can't keep that kind of foot to the floor as he had early in the season for a whole year. So he's, he did, you're exactly right, he took some time out and right now I've never seen, I've never seen him look this sharp and um, this on point. Mate, a um, couple of things. Uh, Smithy just touched on that, that disappointment of, uh, you know, the Olympics um, it, it comes on the back of, of another big disappointment in missing out on that world title in 2019. Uh, you know, we know he's been on a big roll, but, but you know, is it going to factor in and how do you get, get him past those major disappointments? Because there's not as much on the line, obviously, in a regular season now, but the Olympics, that would have been a big one for him. The last major event was that world title uh, in terms of, like, you know, everything on the line. Is he the kind of guy, like, how do you see his mental uh, sort of preparation and, and what have you been impressed with and what have you had to work on with him in this, this past couple of weeks since Mexico? Well, like, yeah, like, like saying, like, just, like, he just, um, again, like, he just, like you're saying, like, we just had to, um, I have to put everything into perspective what it is as well. Like, the Olympics was, was an animal in itself, you know, like, um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that, you know, the, the panel was completely different. They, they didn't commit to something like, because like, hats off, like the guys on the CT panel, they um, actually give you what they're looking for that day because the criteria is so vast. They they actually tell you what they're after. So the crew in the um, Olympic panel, I mean, the entire panel, they did not commit to one thing. So it was like, it was pretty much, um, it was just a whole new beast in itself. So you kind of can't, can't get really hooked on on something that's a, an amateur event necessarily, like compared to what the panel that you're used to surfing in. So it was, 
I mean, as huge as what the games were, and it was a, it was um, basically like it was it was new within itself. So um, we get you just don't get hooked on that. Like again, I just stick to performance. So if you give them absolutely everything you can and don't give them any chance to subtract any points, then that's pretty much it. So we're making things harder, faster, more intense, more progression, more rail, more of everything than he's going to actually going to have to deliver on that day. So. He's, um, he's more than prepared for that. So um, that's kind of the space that we've been in. We're just pushing harder and making it making it harder than it has to actually be. And, Kingy, just uh, what was it like, mate, being a part of the, the Brazilian uh, Olympic entourage uh, in the green and gold there? Uh, I mean, did you, did you break out? Did they give you kind of a... A uh, Olympic uh, edition uh, G banger there and fresco bat. Was there a bit of beach bat going down? Like, how did you kind of immerse yourself in the Brazilian sporting culture, mate? <laughs> it was like, honestly, like, like we didn't get a chance to see, we didn't get a chance to see anything, mate. We were like, it, we were completely isolated. So we went from basically our hotel to the event, and the event had about eight levels of testing before you could get in. It was like some kind of um basically like a secret testing lab. And then when you got to the beach, it was you were basically, it was just the crew there. So it was, it was a little bit sad from what they tried to do because they had the whole setup, like it was going to be a music festival. It was like going to be that culture um, part of the event. And it was all there, but there was no human. So it was, it was like, it was a really um, apocalyptic type vibe to it. Like it was just like, Kind of like the end of the earth, you know. Like that's probably more than more than anywhere in the world that COVID's ever hit home. Like, um, and we snuck out. I like, snuck out one day from um, the resort. Cause it was forty degrees and black sand, so it was cooking. And I just I needed to get in the ocean. Um, and I absolutely got got lit up because I would have got deported if I got caught going outside um, my perimeter. So it was like, um, yeah, mate. We didn't really get to experience. You know, all the hype and everything that you hear about, like the athlete village and, and that energy. Unfortunately, um, we didn't get to participate in any of it, mate. What a bummer. What a bummer. The king unleashed in Japan. You're kidding me? QS fucking 2001 revisited. Would have been unbelievable. Hey, mate, look, let's get back to the world title. You made mention then that, uh, you know, you've been spending a lot of time down there at Trestles. Is there a sense of you know, what's coming. Can you feel the energy of, uh, like, the, the world title, grand final, the Super Bowl Sunday, whatever it's going to be, Tuesday, I think they're sort of uh, planning on running it. Can you can you feel that energy in the air down there? Like, is it is it actually starting to become something that's tangible? Oh, definitely. Like, and, and having said that, like, everybody, everyone um, that I've seen as well, like, they're surfing like they haven't surfed before. Like, I... I even like I, I just think I think it's amazing. Like to be quite honest, I think look, every every other sport, you know, NBA, NFL, um, doesn't matter how dominant you've been this season, it always comes down to that that final match. So I, I actually, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Like, I can see how hard the crew are pushing it. Like there's surfing going on that I haven't seen, especially the last couple of days, because Tress has been like a four to six foot skate park. So. It's, it's got, like, another level. Like, whoever's been included in this, um, there's going to be such an advantage coming in for them for the coming years, like, because um, on how hard that it's actually... that They're definitely going to take it to another level. Like, they already are in the free surfing. You know, and I can only see that sort of um, 
especially the way that the forecast looks, it's um, it's it's going to go into that event, and there's going to be a new level set in a week's time for sure. And you mentioned, yeah, it is a a very new a very new uh, format for surfing. But what do you think are the advantages and disadvantages for Gabe? You know, surfing just once on the on the final day. Well, that's the thing is, like again, like is it kind of focusing on like. Gabe doesn't have a weakness, right? Like, if you're trying to pick apart, and in any other sport, you know, you profile your competitors. So, that's why he has an opportunity to profile what's been done and what's been delivered. And, and he has an opportunity to deliver something that's missing that that person, whoever he does come up against, isn't going to be able to deliver. So, that's kind of the focus is like the fact that it's just going to give him an opportunity to figure out um, what he has to bring out in his, in his menu. That's a that's an epic insight, man. That's fucking amazing. And yeah, what about the uh, the other four guys, mate? Like you, you mentioned that you've been, you know, totally blown away by uh, what you've seen Gabe do in these free surfs. But uh, are you keeping an eye on those other guys? And, and what have you seen from them so far in the in the warm up? Yeah, definitely. Like they, like I said, just again, probably the thing that's been most impressive, like with Morgs and um, and Connor. Um, they've, they've kind of shifted up a gear in their speed. Like um, one of their, you know, the, the, one of their Achilles pr- prior to that was a bit of a monotone approach in their lines, and that's been really impressive for them. Um, yeah, I was interested to know, Kingy. Like, can you talk to us a bit about the wave at Trestles? We've all seen a lot of it, but um, you know, we're going to see it in a, in a different way with a very different futuristic brand of surfing. You know, what kind of surfing? Um, is going to win the world title. And, yeah, just talk to us a bit about the wave at Trestles and what you're expecting. Because the, the forecast is, you know, we're looking at something in that four to six foot range, like iconic, uh, yeah, iconic Trestles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I, I just think you can't forget, like, it's such a long wave as well. Like, um, variety is going to play a huge role in it. Like, you can't, yeah, you can't basically, you're not going to be able to hit the same section with the same turn twice. Maybe, possibly not even... Not even in the same, um, not on the same way, but in the entire heat, variety um, and seamlessness is going to play a huge part in it. You know, like they don't, they don't want to see any disen, disengaged rail either. Like rail's going to play a pretty big part in it because it is such a long wave. It needs to be put together well. Um, so that's why trestles, like I said, like when thank, thankfully the forecast looks the way that it does. So that's what you, you pretty much wouldn't get more of a high performance way so it's basically around you there's going to be no opportunity for repetition like um i definitely think that variety progression um speed's vital as well no disengagement of the rail be no pumping that's for sure like no no pumping between turns or yeah i reckon that's um if that makes in fact i don't want to go into too much of that that's not too much Detail, or do you want more detail? Or? <laughs> no, mate. That's good, mate. That's good. I've just got one last question for you, uh, and, and then I'm going to get your uh, predictions, mate. <laughs> but my last question is, um, like, Italo is a guy who, and, and Felipe too, to a certain extent, um, w- w- they're the two big threats to Gabe uh, outside of, you know, a magic run from Morgs or Connor. Uh, but they both run on high energy. They're both really energetic, passionate surfers, Italo in particular. Um, Gabe can and has in the past sort of, he, he has had that Iceman persona rattled by that energy at times. 
do you see any sort of, you were saying, you know, there's no weakness in Gabe's act, and I think many people view him as the best competitor since far out, since Slater's before that, maybe your Damien Hardman's, you know, those real hardline competitors. Do you see any chance of him getting rattled by those guys uh, at all in these events, or is that something you've re- really focused on? Nah, he's, like I said, he's a completely different different human this year. Like, that was that was a young Gabe. Like, Gabe's, he's an evolved, he's an evolved um, a lot past that reactive space, you know. That's been a huge focus. Like, um, now, like, again, that um, I, I, don't, I don't see that. And looking at the past, he's, like, uh, gone over um, the semi-final two against Mick, um, they're there where, like, looking at his past performances, where he's getting rewarded, seeing how far he's come with his surfing. So um, that side of it, no, nah, like, I, I totally, like, in the past, I agree, but that's um, that's probably one of the key key evolutions of, of Gabe. He's, he's, he's moved out of that space of that reactiveness and, and now just, just purely about purely about performance, Um Mick's here as well. Mick's been Mick's been rolling the lineup. Mick you gave him a jersey. He's been on this twin feed and he's still like, mate, he's the mayor. Mick's the mayor. He's, he's playing a big part in this as well. He's in he's in everybody's corner, uh, Mick. So yeah, he's um he's been around. We've been spending a lot of time with him. Um, and yeah, like he's sort of um, he's yeah even um, Bottle myself. He's been with Morg. Spent a fair bit of time with Gabe Connor. He's um. Yeah, he's, 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 he's mixed playing a pretty big role in this um, across the board. Like it's super cool to have him here. Actually, he's mm. um, he's and he's, su- he's such a statesman. Like um, talking about you know like what what to expect and what the reactions are going to be from each athlete. And um, he's just played so many scenarios and been in so many title races himself. Um, he's a behind the scenes key figure in this um, that's been contributing a shitload to. Well, pretty much all the campaigns, really. So you've got to be careful what you share with him, to be quite honest. Yeah, he's that fucking good. Hey, uh, all right, we'll walk us through how you see it playing out on the day, Kingy. Uh, I'm, I'm, let's uh, start with Connor and Morgs. How do you see that one playing out? And you don't have to go deep, mate. You can just pick one and, and we'll move on. But how, how do you see taking that first one? So, um, at the moment, Connor's, Connor's probably... Connor, at the moment, he's... he's He's put in there, other than Gabe, he's been putting on the best performance out of anyone I've seen. You're breaking my heart here, King. Breaking my heart, mate. You're breaking the Swellian's heart. Come on, Morgs! I know, I know. I shouldn't, I know. I know, come on, Morgs. I, I love the little Newcastle, no, the Castry and little peanut. But um, <laughs> just to be honest, yeah, Connor's, Connor's, um, sorry, I, I can, other than Gabe, he's been on the best surfing I've seen, to be quite All right. Down there. Well, Connor and Felipe, Felipe, Phil. How's he? Is Phil looking rattled after his big run in down there, or uh, is he going to uh, get the job done against Connor? I haven't seen I haven't seen Phil surf since that run in. He hasn't been in the water this entire swell, so oh, I don't scoop. know what happened or where it happened from there. But I haven't seen I haven't seen Felipe in the last two days of a decent swell. Wow! Wow! Mm. Gone missing! Holy moly! So are you going to give the nod to Connor there, like with the home hometown crowd? Bringing him in, maybe even a walkthrough. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it to Connor. All right, 
so then you've got Italo and Connor in the semi. Uh, do you see uh, you see uh, the Californian riding his good fortune through another heat, or do you think Italo's just going to be ready for that major, you know, one eye on the prize? I, um, I guess, yeah, that'll be... It's like I say, dependent on the, on the swell. Like, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I reckon... Like I said, if I was a dark horse, like Connor's speed and and rail, I just I just gotta see what they, you know, that that what they're actually gonna set it up. Like this, like Connor's been doing like enough progression as well, like sort of. So, but you know, like I said, just that air game, he just adds in a whole other. And even though Floyd's got that as well, I just think. Yeah, so I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna end up with a. Um, I think it's gonna end up a Italo and Gabe final. Wow. And you, you reckon it'll go to three, mate, or Gabe in two? Gabe in two. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Look, uh, one other thing, just before we let you go, and thanks so much for your time, mate. It's fucking unreal to have an insight into this. You know, first ever WSL finals day. I think it's on with you. I reckon it's unreal. Like, you have your minor premiership race. You have your team that dominates all year. But what makes surfing and, and sport go to the whole next level is turning up when you've got to turn up and fucking grabbing it. You know what I mean? Like, not just having it a, a good run and riding that to victory. It's actually like, all right, we've got the top five. Let's see the battle play out. Uh, so I'm so pumped, mate. And um, I know that you're a busy man. And, uh, you know, we're so stoked to have your insights. But... What about the women's? What have you seen uh, as far as the women are going, uh, attitude-wise? I know your friends and have worked with uh, a lot of those athletes as well. How, how do you see that one playing out? Yeah, well, I, I just think um, I, I reckon um, I can't. You can't go past Steph. Um, Steph, like I just watched her. I basically just came off the beach and I just watched her put a couple together. Then that was just just seamless. Like she's saying she's gone and then like um. A lot more variety than just just the sort of standard face cars. Now she's doing this sort of short, tight sort of stabby snap, and she's got like this really nice drift that I haven't seen. So, like I said, they're, they're kind of pulling stuff out that that they've only they haven't really used because they haven't had to. So, I just saw I saw Steph put a couple together today. Um, Chris is super strong, obviously, but I just reckon Steph just with her experience like that. When it comes down to that, um, and her track record here as well, and also with the forecast, I just can't, I can't see it going past Steph. She's just, like I said, she's 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 actually added something that I hadn't seen. You know, I'd, I'd admit I'd reckon Steph hadn't, I hadn't seen her add much in the last three to five years, and I've just been watching her for the last few days, and I just, yeah, I couldn't go past Steph to be quite honest. Well, there you go, a eh? one for the fem goat. And one for Gabby. That's uh, Kingy's Picks, folks, right here on Ain't That Swell. Put your money where your mouth is, dog, eh? Your dog, eh? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, brother. <laughs> Up the king. Look after yourself, boys. Yeah, you, man. Oh, oh, on you, mate. Thank Love you, bro. You. Love you, mate. Take care, lads. See ya. There you go, Smivy. And um, I think that leads us straight into... <laughs> Felipe. Yeah, the tussle at Trestles, they're calling it, Vaughan. Toledo embroiled in a stoush with a local pro junior at the soon-to-be grand final arena. According to Beach Grit, uh, this is what went down. A, quote, hot, young, sponsored junior. And world number three, Philippe Toledo, allegedly got mixed up at lower Trestles. Uh, an eyewitness report says 
As Toledo tries to pass him, the young surfer grabs and holds on to Philippe's wetsuit and holds on the entire ride. At the end, there was a huge scuffle, mostly verbal. Young kid is a hothead, demands that Toledo paddle in after asking, who do you think you are, the new local? Tensions were so bad at the peak that Toledo did decide to paddle in and go home. Very interesting, Vaughn. So Gosh. Called, him, uh, called him in. Wow. Loose, calling this the world number has, three in. Had some gumption, this kid, eh? Mm. Far um, out. And Felipe, I mean, that's a that's a revelation, what Kingy was telling us. No sign of him since. Mm. I mean, that, that's that's a while ago now, isn't it? A few days at least, and yeah. the surf's been up, and wow. you'd think that he'd just be out there. But, uh, man, I mean, you know better than anyone, Smithy, that sort of energy, uh, regardless of whether you're in the right or the wrong or, uh, you know, even if, it, if it's getting into it, it fucking is not a good feeling oh, when you have a run in the water. Yeah, the central nervous system would just be flooded with cortisol. He's in that fight-flight mode. Um, you're basically racked with anxiety for at least a day or two afterwards. I mean, depending on the the kind of uh, magnitude of the stoush, whether, you know, if there was, if, if there's hands on you, if it's hands on, then like, then you're fully in the, the fight flight mm. mode. If it's just verbal, like maybe you can get away with a, a day of anxiety. But uh, I mean, we know Toledo's had his kind of mental health issues. So this is the last thing he needs heading into the grand final. Man, it's just, oh, timing couldn't be worse. Uh, and, yeah, there's a, there's another thing. It, it touches on that point we made in the last episode. You know, are, are the are the locals? He's been living there. He knows mm. the wave better than anyone else in that final, uh, other than maybe Connor. <clears throat> that final five, but um, yeah, it does touch on that thing we were talking about. Like, are they going to get in behind Phil? Is he going to mm. have that home court advantage uh, that you know the, the Connors, the Morgs, the the Battlers? Uh, Gabe is a guy that you know surf fans, as we mentioned as well. They're in behind because they feel like it is his year. He should be world champ already. Oh, and especially so, the only surf and fans, Vaughn. I mean, the, the, the red tube version of Medina's world title year has been fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, mate. Well, and the other thing is, Italo is a crowd favourite. Everyone loves what he brings. So, I mean, he really is the... the he's in the knot. And, and just to heap even more fucking bad fortune on Phil's run into this WSL finals day is fucking... I said last ep that he was the least deserving based on the fact he had only won goat pool. But I fully forgot about Margie's, mate. Mm. So uh, I was just ripping the boot in, and um, I feel a bit bad, actually. I, I don't think... Uh, you think he listened? you think that's what sent him on this downward spiral? Oh, he just, listened to the end, then paddled out at Trestles, tried to fade the local pro junior. Yeah. And uh, that's what's led to the, this, the, uh, this downward spiral into oblivion. The, the, the collective energy of, of just, uh, you know, wanting to not see Phil... Get up is is definitely playing a part here somewhere because you you can feel that shit all around the world. Mm. I've heard. Rumors. I, I feel bad. I, I just want to say um, I, I, t- I retract my statement that he's the least deserving because Margie's was a sick comp. And yeah. Fuck, he went bananas. Oh, and there was some truth in that comp. There, there was fucking truth. There was truth. Mm. So I do want to say, and I and I actually did make the point last ep as well, Smithy, that I don't think there is an undeserving world champion in that top five, men's or women's. Mm. So uh, you know, I. I I retract that. I'm apologising for it. But it doesn't change the fact that Phil's preparation for this world title day is fucking way less than ideal, man. To to, to pick yourself up from here and and somehow go out there with a clear head and and the mission 
you know, unencumbered by any other thing that's gone on in this, these last, mm. especially on the back of the Mexico result. Like, fuck, you're going to have to have some steel up your spine, aren't you? Oh, man. I've actually been uh, hunting around the the kind of Conan Hayes, Conspiracy, oh, Re- yep. the Reddit, Trump, QAnon forums. <laughs> Pulled out the uh, computer, unloaded the hard drives. That's right. Took photos, uploaded. Uh, yeah. I've, yeah. Was, and I've actually, uh, you find? I've actually caught wind of a, a, a mass gathering there on the cobblestones at Trestles. Uh, the, local, the local San Clementians uh, preparing for a mass stoning of Toledo <laughs> as he makes his way. Just those cobbles, mate. I mean, it is a tradition down there for people they don't like. Uh, they pick those smooth cobbles up and just start hurling them in the direction. I mean, you, you kind of you know that they're so opposed to any incursion of communism or Sharia law mm. over there uh, on the west coast of America. But uh, you know, they got their own version of it. They do. They do. Uh, well, let's hope that doesn't happen. But mm. yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be. It's going to be some something to see Phil, you know, put all this aside. I, I just uh, in sport, uh, you know, it's so rare for pieces around the you know athlete or the team to be falling apart and for the team to have success. Mm. Uh, you know, even Phil's dad has been chipping in on. Yeah, well, this. do you want to hear what he had to yeah, say? Yeah, let's let's hear it. Uh, Ricardo Toledo chipped in on the beach grit. Instagram saying, uh, impressive the amount of shit you talk to earn likes and move the ridiculous articles you post. This is a tremendous lie. It never happened. And the worst thing a media can do is spread lies on their pages. And you are the experts at this. Congratulations! Exclamation point. That's why I and everyone around here blocked you. Poor article. <laughs> poor spirit. Born. Oh, wow. Wow, he's taking a jab at the beach grit. Spirit. He's had a go at their spiritual the belief. S- state? I mean, what, what's, Der- Derek would be... Uh, I mean, he's... Jeez, oh, I can't imagine how that must have, must be affecting Derek uh, and Chaz. We know that they're you know deeply spiritual people, very much uh, very much um, uh, you know immersed in the the karmic belief system, the uh, the deep the deep love of humanity, the the compassion. They're anything but but nihilists. We know that. Are, are you trying to tell me that Ricardo Toledo is having a go at these guys' spiritual inclinations? At their leanings? Wow. Man. We can only imagine what Derek's thinking in his uh, Bondi mansion there. He'd be losing sleep. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, well, Well, I mean, just still just, I'd like to um, just bring something else up that's kind of got me a a bit scoobied. You know, Tatiana West, it was perhaps a a little... uh, a little haphazard in my description of her chances in the, in the event. I mean, sh- sure, she's in every shot, but um, I just I'm a bit baffled by how she can be garnering so much Brazilian support, given she only lived there for a few days. Um, she's fully in the Brazilian corner. I see, you know, even Jadson, the Jadson, the, the beating heart, and that even Jadson's, you know, if all, he's like the most Brazilian person ever, and he's frothing on her, and you know, she's getting shared up the beach by Brazilians. I just don't understand where it stops for. Uh, the Brazilian well, storm. It seems like they're just trying to, uh, you know, trying to brainwash. You know, it's a kind of like an MK Ultra, CIA, Jair Bolsonaro, fucking super conspiracy theory. Just trying to rope in Jack Robbo, the Vortex Shaman, roping in Tatiana. I don't understand, Vaughn. I mean, mm. where does it stop? Mm. They got no shame. Mm. 
Yeah, I she, mean, well, she lived her whole life in Kauai. It's it. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have a comment on that. I know that she's got a Brazilian mother, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Conor O'Leary's uh, sort of jumped on uh, his uh, the heritage that his parents have uh, brought to him. Yeah, but he's hardly been cheered up the beach by Masatoshi Ono and the like. I mean, we Masatoshi, in fairness, has hardly had a reason to cheer Conor up the beach since he hasn't won a contest in mm. quite a while. But. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, I don't, look. It's just uh, it just maybe it's just a power play. Uh, once you're in power, it's it's proven. I'm, I'm reading a great book at the moment by uh, yours, my, one of our favourite authors, uh, the Rutger Bergman. He's, oh, he's got a new yes. book, Humankind. On your Rutger, uh, he's Not just the Rutger, uh, Rutger. Hey, and uh, yeah. So basically, uh, he sort of uh, touches in there on on the psychology of power and and what it does, mm. and and it's it's proven. It's absolutely proven. That power corrupts. It's there's no question about it. And now that Brazil are on top of the surfing world, uh, competitively speaking, uh, without question, the superpower on the the men's side of the draw at mm. least. Well, with that power comes behavioural uh, traits that weren't necessarily there when they were scratching and and trying to kicking and mm. and doing their best to get to the top. And maybe. You know, like you say, Smithy, just slowly absorbing mm. all around, mm. making the state bigger, putting new rules, all, mm. all of that stuff, mate. Yeah. It all comes with it. Yep. It all comes yep. with it. Humankind, nah. check it out. When you spell it like that, when you spell it out like that, Vaughn, yeah, I can see it. They're just trying, it's an old fashioned land grab only uh, in the form of a human grab mm. at the elite level of surfing. And we've only I got, stand for it. I think we've only got four qualifiers for next year's CT at the moment. I mean, yeah, yeah, we've got the uh, Challenger Series about to kick off in uh, the US Open at Huntington Beach, but four surfers, men's. Jeez. Surfing on the championship tour, guaranteed. Slim pickings. Jeez, mate. I mean, that's pretty hectic. That's mm. pretty That's pretty mm. brutal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Australian surfing. We, the last thing we need is Jack Robbo ditching us. No. Stab 100, Mexico was quite the visual treat for him. Mm. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Mason Ho's Conical Clinic on one of Uncle Jonesy's Channel Bottom Twins. Uh, it was worth the price of admission alone. It was. Fuck, he threaded a couple, didn't he? Oh, mate. Wow. He, how can you go wrong with this format? Like, it's, it's you know, it's edited. It's uh, pumping. It's three of the best surfers in the world competing against each other, but not really competing, but kind of competing. Mm. And uh, I thought there was a bit of a, a bit of kind of manoeuvring by Mason, if if anyone, you know, not in the the, the kind of contest uh, mode of things, but more just the tube piggery mode. Mm. He was, yeah. you know, he was. Well, you go on this one, maybe you should go this one. This one looks like a good one. You go this one, that old, you know, that one. Oh yeah, He's yeah. Calling yeah. into the I fucking s- shit one. Spivy, go- yeah. This, oh you. This, oh, oh, this one's oh, a good. Yeah, come yeah, on, man. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck. Hell, mate! This just take me back to my youth. Me and my, you know, me and my brother, me and all my mates growing up around Newy. Fuck, we used to try and sell each other on duds constantly, Smith. Mm. It's par for the course, isn't it? Mm. But uh, yeah, look, uh, I just reckon it's just so fun, so fun to watch a, a new idea executed flawlessly. It's a, a hundred minutes of surfing, and um, God, it's just so fun to watch. Just something different. Yeah, love and it. There's just something about watching people thread. Perfect cones on those boards, on those twenties. Just like they seem to, it's just kind of like whether it's Mason or Tyron, it just all seems so effortless mm. and seamless. Um, just kind of knife and knife and drops, and just travelling at the perfect speed without too much manoeuvring in the pit. It's fucking just dreamy on the old uh, retinas, Vaughn. Oh man, it just it, it's it's a real lesson in in what we should be riding 
as as uh, I, I don't know, sort of having a realistic sort of uh, understanding of what your surfing capabilities are and where to get the fun out of your surfing, the mm. most fun out of it. It just seems like they're the boards. Get I mean, the early entry, like take all the paddling fucking fuffle out, get under the ledge and just cruise man, to victory, like, Vaughan. Mate, cruise I, to victory. I'm guilty of like getting back on the thrusters, the high performance thrusters and wanting to whack a few lips at the moment. But I just had my first surf from the uh, Ian Byrne uh, at the pass yesterday, Arvo. And mate, fuck wow. me. It was so fun. It was so ridiculously fun. I was... Talk us through the dims on that one. Beaming. It's just a, it's a six four. It's like a nice big fat, thick nosy board, and it goes into a nice little, uh, you know, really thinned out tail. It's a, a swallow with a couple of flies. It's got these um, sort of uh, parabolic channels through the middle. And parabolic. Oh, mate, it's a fucking work of art. And I'll tell you what, your surfing just feels so. Uh, so relaxed Buttery really Oiled good. up And we've been talking Dream. about it man If you, if you think about uh, We were just talking about this Before the show today Tapping into that Tom Carroll Brad Gerlach Being conscious mm. on the wave Not just Not just like Not just piggery Not just gluttony Yeah not just gluttony Not just trying to fucking Rip the shit out of it And, and take every wave And fucking be disappointed That this one wasn't as good As the one before Or that guy's on a better wave Than me Like Actually, just being present in the moment and on the wave surfing, it's mm. just the twins feel so good, man. Mm. Fuck, mm. they feel good. Uh, but it was a, it was a really good a good kind of uh, format there because it, it did force him to to ride you know a more typical thruster and uh, Mason. Fuck, man, he, I think he, he he barely could get off the twin off Jonesy's twin and then kind of left himself with just like maybe it was three minutes. Yeah. Out of the hundred minutes on a thruster, and managed to fucking stuff one at the end mm. and get the win. Yeah. Like, I think it was like a dead tie, was it, with Mikey? But I think, so, or maybe just got just edged him out. Um, and you know, shout out to Mikey February. He's doing some of the best surfing I've ever seen on a twin. There was a, a clip released just before the the Stab One Hundred, also at a Mexican Point Break on yep. a, a Channel Island twin. He more, more kind of out of the. It's more on the, the thruster end of the twenty spectrum, like the outline and the the template. But fuck, man, just fast, fluid, stylish. He's a big guy, like a lanky guy. Mm. But uh, you know, like we've said on the program in the past, there's something about watching lanky people get the body in the right position and just do it well. And fuck, man, he's getting his body into all kinds of positions. I don't positions. I don't know what kind of yoga or karma sutra or like, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. But I'm liking it. You heard all the noise coming out of South Africa uh, when Mikey February was young, like going, watch this guy. And when he got on tour, everyone was so stoked. Going, this guy's going to bring something so unique to the tour. Got absolutely rinsed. Mm. Don't know if he made a single heat, but fuck, he was uh, nice to watch. Made but a couple more than the last great uh, South Basnet. African failure, the Ricky Basnett. Oh, yeah. A year of 30 thirds and uh, uh, still to be beaten. A year of dirty thirds. Uh, mate, uh, I think that uh, his surfing, though, since he came off tour and, and has started to, you know, just explore that realm of free surfing and finding good line, it's, it's gone to another place. Yeah. I, I've actually grown in my appreciation of Mikey February a lot more in the last year than I have in all the years of watching him pre, pre this because he's just starting to really come into his own. I think he's uh, discovered sort of what sort of surfing he wants to be doing. And, uh, you know, where the happiness is. Mm. It's just a, when guys and girls tap that, fuck, it's a good thing, man. Mm. You can really see the performance leap. And, and people will pay to watch that. You know, it's it's stylish, unique lines. And uh, what's those kind of... He's doing these, like, frontside disasters or something on the twin. Yeah, they're sick. Fuck, they're sick. I don't oh. think I've ever seen that manoeuvre 
executed, you know, as part of a, a repertoire of moves down the line in, in the way he's doing them. And huge kind of rock and roll floaters, like mm. old school maneuvers. Um, that front side grab rail carve he did, I think it was, it was likened to like a... Uh, uh, it looked a whole lot like uh, some of the stuff Buttons was doing back in the day. Uh, just, yeah, grab rail, turn super low. Mm. Interesting body shape. Yeah, Bertelman. Uh, just Bertelman, yeah. Real yeah. nice drawn out. It's just, yeah, it's a pretty thing. And uh, Stab 100 does it again. I'm, I'm back in the uh, concept. And, uh, you know, you and I, we're, we're big fans of what Stab brings to the, the party in terms of uh, having big ideas and just getting them done. Mm. You know, it's a fucking, it's a radical thing to provide that sort of entertainment on that level and uh, outside of the box. And they've been doing it for a long while now, so uh, full props. Yeah, totally. You mentioned, uh, you know, bringing big ideas to the fore. Dane Reynolds, an investor in the Stab 100 concept. Yeah. Um, and interesting to see, you know, uh, when you own something, I guess you, you can kind of um, do whatever the fuck you want with it. And I tell you, I haven't seen a more indulgent performance than what Reynolds put on in uh, the Stab 100 there on... What I can, I mean, we've seen it happen time and time again. The novice shaper makes himself a board and just <laughs> fucking refuses to get off it, despite the crowd, the you know, just even mothers walking along the promenade of their pram, looking mm. out and seeing, just going, "That thing's a fucking heaper. What is that thing?" Uh, I mean, and that yeah, thing- the gumption to ride off Uncle Jonesy when he's fucking award-winning <laughs> now, Stab One Hundred winning surfcraft. <laughs> The irony is stupefying because that fucking <laughs> crescent-tailed twins, it was just one of the worst surfboards <laughs> I've ever seen. And uh, i, I got to say, it's absolutely no surprise to find out that Reynolds made it himself. Uh, as good of a, a surfer as he is, that thing was a fucking pig and he rode it to the death. He refused to get off it, Vaughn. No, nah, classic. Classic Emperor's New Clothes. He's just put it on and gone, this thing feels in, looks incredible. Actually... You nude. Your bits are hanging out. <laughs> Nobody's impressed. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, jeez, he fucking just wouldn't get off it. Much to the chagrin of mm. all those tuning in. I mean, when I tuned in the Stab 100, my basic, like, one thing I wanted to get out of it was to see Reynolds just tearing the fucking bag out of it yeah. on a neckbeard or a dumpster diver just on a Mexican point break in real time. I don't, mm. don't think I've seen him surf in real time since 2011 or something. Yeah. Last time he was on tour. Yeah. Um, and to, to see him just fucking put on one of the most dismal, underwhelming performances imaginable. Uh, you know, look, mate, just just fucking... Uh, we want you to dance like a bear. Just dance, bear, <laughs> dance. Zap. Get the, get, get the, the taser. Get the cattle prod out there. Do what you got to do, Stab. <laughs> I know he's a, a part investor, but oh, fucking man, t- It is something to be missed, isn't it? I mean, we, we you watch the clips on um, Chapter 11 TV and... You know, it's just, they're fucking mind-boggling. The bloke can dismember a wave better than anyone. He cleavers fucking moving water unlike any human alive. Like, there's there's no one, young Oki may be the only person who's ever come close to doing the same hatchet jobs on fucking open face. You know, it's just mad. But watching it real time, like you said, and even though these are pre-recorded and edited, the excitement of not knowing, of just fucking seeing him have to perf- have to perform, Smithy. Yeah, he once said to me he he hates the uh, you know just hates the formula of contemporary surf films. Like this was around about when he was in the Modern Collective, and Mm. he actually did feel like a dancing bear, being you know forced to jump through hoops and whatnot. Mm. Well, I got news for you, Reynolds. That's all we want to (laughs) see. And uh, I mean, you know, to be fair, like in the in the kind of 
abbreviated highlights of the Stab 100. It didn't look so bad. You know, he, he surfed all right. There was a couple of signature fucking brutal man hacks, a mm. uh, couple pits. But uh, in that kind of 100-minute version, fuck. Jeez, it left a lot to be desired. It was such a shame. Mm. One of the greatest surfers of his generation. Well, uh, I mean, hopefully uh, we see him again in the Stab 100. Oh, no it's his baby. Yeah. Just put the baby's mouth on the nipple and suck that sweet nectar. Reynolds! Nick Von Rappen, Nate McNasty, Beal, Scormondo, Conical Greenbush. Uh, some of the biggest ever. Uh, I think John Pizel chipped in on the uh, the comment thread there on Instagram. Uh, 70s Bush was his call. <laughs> well played. Well played, well Pizel. Punned. Well punned. That's why you're the number one shaper in the world, mate, with puns like that. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Gee whiz, what a fucking cone off, mate. This is... I don't think I've been more scared watching a clip since the uh, Leia Miola video came out, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, jeez, mm. it looked hectic. Mm. No part of that was something I wanted to go surfing in. No. No, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Like, Indo slabs, uh, I guess they're, they're different from slabs in the Pacific, slabs in Australia, where, you know, slabs in the Pacific, slabs in Australia, the bigger they are, the kind of more water on the reef there mm. is. And the, it seems to be that, you know, on those big days, it chokes, no one ever hits the bottom. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't tend to be the case in Indo, and uh, fucking everyone hit the bottom. Oh, mate, it's that fucking cheese grater madness out there. Like that. That end bit looks so dry, doesn't it? it? It's so dry. It's it's dry all the time. It's never not dry. It's yeah. like it's fucking just and it's sitting there with gnarled little fingers and just hideous looking fingernails sticking out of them, Jesus. ready to rip the every piece of skin off your fucking skeleton, mate. It is so heavy. Uh, it's not. If you go there, you're pulling out the med kit. Like yeah. you're gonna be stitching up people with bits of string and fucking makeshift. You know, uh, needles and fucking oh. bit, bits of thong that have floated past. And <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's the classic Indo stitch up, and <laughs> I just can't believe what these guys have done out there. That yeah. that's one of the most fucking all time Indo sessions ever. Yeah, it really. I, is. I really don't know what you can compare to it other than uh, you know the 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 ferals hitting apocalypse, mm. and uh, the, the the even before that the uh, the Dylan Longbottom, Drew Courtney, yes, Kobe, uh, Kobe Clemens, trip, yes. Clemens. That that was. Fucked up, man. Mm. And that's how I feel watching mm. this. I feel like we're watching new ground and it's like, all right, yeah. It's like you say, Smithy. Every single time we see another swell in the Pacific, uh, we're kind of tripping. We're going, how much bigger can you fucking ride waves? And now Indo, which of course, yeah, of course it's open to those fucking roaring 40 swells that come up and they get all groomed. Mm. But is this what we're in for now? Just endless fucking mondo Cones of mortal conequence. Mm. Yeah, it's a new bar. cop it. It's a new bar for Greenbush. I mean, it's interesting because the wave actually almost looked better in a lot of ways at that size. Looked a bit more makeable, a bit more open off that end bit. Mm. It almost slowed down a touch uh, with all that size in it. Some of the takeoffs, you know, it was, it was kind of a double up. There seemed to be a lot of double ups in there. I guess it kind of is a double up. Uh, it seems thick off the takeoff for sure. But yeah, yeah. That, that thickness is almost provides like an entry point that's... Uh, you know, it, it, it's an entry point that actually even allows punters to kind of get in. There was a couple of punters getting fucking mind-blowing ones in that clip. Shout out to the punters, whoever you are, you fucking call or oh, kingpin hellmen. Absolute shamanistic wizards. 
fucking mad. Like, uh, the, I think one of them was the, the boat captain or the bloke driving the boat. But yeah, they got some fucking mental ones. And, you know, to their credit, they kind of tapped out after a couple. Mm. Whereas Nate Beal and Von Rupp to a slightly lesser degree, uh, you know, these guys at that level, I think, you know, it's a fairly regulation drop and they can just basically pack cone after cone until their pineal gland is, uh, you know, in danger of... Mm snapping their C5 vertebrae, it's that mm. thick and throbbing. <laughs> but that does come with some dangerous territory because I feel like if you're going to be a glutton in conditions like that, there's only two ways your session can end. Mm. Only two ways, Vaughn. Yeah. Either your board snaps or you get snapped. Mm. Uh, in Von Rupp's case, the, the board snapped. And in uh, Beal's case, he got snapped. Mm. With, uh, he got snapped in the snout. Uh, you know, got fucking just a face full of coral. Had to... You know, pick coral out of his nose. Got the old Indo stitch job on the boat. Old mm. fucking uh, steady hands McGregor there. Just fucking <laughs> hold still in a fucking 18 second south swell or whatever it was. Just jabbing him in the eye, jabbing him in the fucking nose. <laughs> hold still, Bill! <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, there's you, one a- that you just don't want to, even in this day and age, you just do not want to have to get any medical attention at all. You don't even want some fucking cunt Sticking a needle to get an urchin out of your foot in Indonesia. Because <laughs> the next thing you know, know you're going to be fucking wheeled in a dent bazaar hospital with a fucking hacksaw just going, gzz, gzz, gzz. sorry, mate, got infected. I, I should have sterilized the needle. <laughs> it's just a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, and let and alone get see, fucking sta- coral ripped out of your face. Oh, that's right. And staples in the back of the head, a la Mick Devere in Origin fucking Oh, classic Origin, mate. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's the thing, like... You either kind of have a bit of self-regulation and self-preservation and just focus on getting a couple of fucking mental ones, mm. um, or you just pack cones. Like, I, I dare say you probably couldn't even remember about all but, you know, two of those tubes anyway. So mm. I guess what's the point other than giving us some fodder to watch? So, yeah, I mean, if that if that's what we're after, which it clearly is, we'll keep packing them until you fucking die, be <laughs> No, it was just a, it was a fucking supreme effort. I, I do agree. I, I, all those injuries, they always come at the end of the surf. They're Billy ne- Kemper, another classic Yeah, exactly. Example. But I, I just think that that was, uh, that's a bravo moment. That was, that was uh, some of the best Indo surfing I've ever seen. And, and uh, Nick, Nick Von Rupp. Von Froth. And uh, yeah, the boys, they just got it done. It's fucking bravo. Bravo, bravo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Any other takeaways from it? Ah, just that I, the, the only part of that whole thing that I really, that, that touched the base with me and that I, I sort of went, fuck man, Indo, wow, was those bintangs, icy cold bintangs mm. on the boat, mate. Yeah. Fucking miss them. Nah. I miss bintangs. There's though. nothing better than after I mean, it. you can get them at the Byron Bay bottle shop, but yeah. they fucking taste like shit doesn't in this country. Why is that? I guess it, uh, it doesn't travel well. Like Guinness, that's got to be. It, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just like you, when you're that hot and you're that dehydrated and you're that parched, mm. like, you know, the formaldehyde that, that's probably like 98% yeah. made of, no. you just don't taste that's it That's a secret much. ingredient, mm. yeah. There you go. And, uh, I mean, you know, there's nothing better after a six-hour super session and 70 sub-concussive hits to the head and yeah. uh, severe dehydration and ice-cold 750-mil tall boy of formaldehyde. Fucking hell, good. <laughs> Take me back, Smith. Take me back, mate. Rainbows in the rear view. Albie Leia and Matt Miola's pineal shriveling masterpiece. My pineal is the size of a water bomb after that, Vaughn. I feel like an absolute fucking 
just pathetic piece of scum on the bottom of Albie Layer's Reef bottle opening shoes. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking freaks, weirdo freaks. I mean, I love them. They're uh, they're they're doing things that it, like you know, as along with uh, Marzo. Uh, uh, there's a couple of other mates of theirs over mm. there. I mean, but the Kai Barger, the, the Maui crew are just they, oh, they're, they're on another planet. They're, yeah, well, they, they almost are on another planet. Like the Walsh, the Walsh brothers are, are, are from mm. uh, Maui as well. Um, it's just a sad lead alert. What's the go? Does everyone on Maui have to eat lead superfood and it's just fucking changing their DNA? Maybe that's the secret. Those turmeric cappuccinos have just gotten that fizz. They're Fucking packing 12-foot death slab sideshore fucking skull crushes. The level of surfing over there is just on it. It's just fucking crazy. It kind of reminds me of like Northwest WA, like a mm. Cal Barry zone where mm. Crakey and, and Kirby Brown and Courtney Brown and that that crew, um, you know, like they, they pack these ledges that are completely illogical. Uh, they, they're just begging to, to crush you and, and turn you into a fucking spinal clinic. Mm. Casualty and uh, and then on the flip side, they're they're doing some of the best airs and most progressive surfing you've ever seen. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, Miola's surfing in that clip is, in my view, fucking monumental oh. and skit. Like yeah. the, he's in that conversation. The airs to the flats are, mm. are just un without peer. No one does them out into the fucking hucks it out into you know just flat hard Iceland like mm. he does. Oh, it's it's gravity defying. It's physically defying. I mean, his legs look like, like a couple of fucking osteoporotic uh, prisoner of war kind mm. of pins. They're skinny little things, aren't they, Vaughn? Mm. But uh, yet, yeah, just the fucking absolute violence of the rotation, the projection into the flats. You know, he's fucking landing and blind half the time. He's not getting time to spot a landing. He's fucking got eyes full of hair. Yeah. Um. You know, he's I, for mine. He's in that conversation for the best surfer on the planet. Mm. Uh, he, he is surfing some of the heaviest waves uh, ever seen, ever ridden. Whether it's backside at Jaws or this it's fucking, fucking mondo isn't it? death slab that we'll get yeah. to in a second, and the spindle flip. I mean, that's a. I feel like that's a move that arrived like ten years too early. Like mm. it, it barely makes sense, as far as I can tell. It's like a frontside rodeo. Like he goes up, rotates back towards the wave, like a, a kind of a roll and a spin. Mm. It's fucking perplexing to wrap your head around. No one else seems to have even come close to pulling one. No, and, and you know, Albie for years has been on the the tilt to try and get the double loop done, and it's just like fucking. It's it is like they're in another dimension. Those crew, uh, they they don't, you know, they don't really get the mainstream plaudits that they probably deserve. I, I know that amongst their peers, they are fucking lauded, man. Like you oh, have to be. You ask anyone, uh, you know, who's on the cutting edge of free surfing, uh, you know, like about Miola, and they will fucking put him up there with the best, like you said. And you ask any big wave surfer from anywhere in the world what they think of Albie. And uh, what those guys bring to it, uh, the Walsh brothers, all that sort of stuff, like that, they're at the top of the tree. Totally, like there's, there's no fucking, there is no one better or who you'd rather be out in that sort of surf with, no. you know. But yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? In in the in the actual sort of mainstream culture of of surfing, 
Uh, and when I say mainstream, or the popular culture of, of you know the world that we all inhabit, yeah, they don't. You pack some Dallas Quicksilver stores. Uh, yeah, 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 you know your Tamworth yeah, Billabong stores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, they're not running the mill convos with uh, Rick Smith behind the counter at the the Dubbo, the Dubbo Quickie store. No, that's for sure. So it's just it's bizarre that they're they're kind of and and you, you get a bit of that when you hear Albie talk. Like he's kind of got a bit of a chip on his shoulder about you know like what good surfing should like where's and to be fair, like he's got a point. Like, where is that fucking industry recognition for what these guys are doing? No, nah, I back it because I actually really suffer from a kind of malaise and boredom when I watch your, your typical kind of uh, stab fodder, you know, the, or tracks fodder or surfline fodder. You know, there's the, the constant kind of clips that emerge mm. every other week of you know some up and coming pro at some kind of six foot hollow wave you know probably blowing out one of my fucking favorite slabs then like he's kind of doing a couple of you know pretty critical airs or whatever there's like these kind of boxes that pro surfers feel obliged to tick and mm. it's you're more or less seeing the same thing over and over again the same kind of cool cutaways the same kind of like cool hip music and then these guys just exist in their own realm where they make these fucking blockbuster films mm. um, that are kind of indulgent and long. Um, and, you know, the music's fucking jarring. You know, there's hardcore fucking music that I haven't heard since, you know, AFI circa 2004, um, mixed with, like, these weird folk ballads and, like, romantic poetry to his girlfriend <laughs> skating in a fucking park. And Oh, he can do it know, all, Albie Layer, mate. He can do it all. It's all very odd, but at the same... Hey, he can he can surf Jaws, he can do a double oop, and he can write a sonnet. <laughs> I remember sitting by myself for long periods under a tree, watching the leaves fall. If I were a good poet, I would have said long, lonely periods. But really, they weren't lonely at all, because you were always there with me. As each leaf would float to the ground like a waterlogged stick in a still pond. That's right. But at the same time, like, I dig it because it, there's this kind of emotional, um, kind of this emo aspect to what they do. There's, like, all this kind of felt, um, you know, schmaltzy, maudlin kind of shit going mm. on. But it suits the kind of waves that they're surfing, the things that they're doing. Like, they are properly doing death-defying shit. Mm. Like, so it all fits. Like, it doesn't really fit with contemporary fucking fashionable indie music and shit. Like, it fits with something fucking deeper and more soulful. Um, and those guys, yeah, they bring it, man. I respect it. I, I, for me, it's actually, you know, it achieves what all great films achieve, and that's that it gives you an insight into a world that's not yours. Yeah. And I really feel that when I watch their films, and I feel like uh, Rainbow's in the rear view. It really upped the ante from their last big opus, which uh, I can't remember what it was called, but, you know, it was, again, just mm. so fucking insane. Just the heaviest waves imaginable, the craziest punts imaginable, but everything's gone a little bit further. Like, these guys have matured a little bit as surfers, and their ability is still improving. I, mm. I loved, like, Miola's got these huge, uh, these huge kind of frontside disasters that he does. Like, you know, like, it's basically a, a, an alley-oop, a slowly rotating alley-oop where he, where he doesn't fully rotate. He just mm. lands backwards and... The spindle flips and then this fucking left slab. Wow him in the end, man. Wow him in the end, and there's no bigger wow than this one. This is a proper nightmare come to come to life. It's it's so hectic how scared these guys are when they're thinking about surfing this wave. Um, Obviously been on the radar for a long time, but to do it on a on a mondo swell like that. Whoo. Yeah, I've got a bit of intel about it. I mean the wave looks like if you haven't seen the film, it, 
I think it was described by stabbers like chopes if a small tornado hit it. Mm. Um, it, it it's you know far more technical than any of the kind of iconic heavy slabs. Yeah, it's your, your chopes, your toomies. Um, you know, it, it, if anything, it's kind of. I think the closest thing I can think of uh, to compare it to is Depot, but on like an ugly day, like our mm. very own Depot Bommy there, um, you know, it has that kind of lurching, unpredictable, huge fucking knifing drop, like no easy entry. But it, like, I think uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get into what they had to, to say about it because the very last wave, and I think uh, Miola's one is just, it's one of the heaviest, the heaviest waves ever paddled for mm. sure. It's mm. right in that convo. Uh, this is what he had to say. This was on Stab Magazine. It was by far the steepest drop of my life. I remember getting toward the bottom and thinking, okay, you're either going to die right now or you're going to knife it and somehow make it under the lip. And I remember bottom turning while the lip was throwing over. I was barely able to scoop under it and then I was briefly in the barrel and it spit. I was still in such disbelief that I made the drop that I was like, oh, I think that was the wave of my life. Uh, I paddled straight in. Um, and then Albie said, I pretty much ate shit on every wave. I only made one and broke all my boards. Um, <clears throat> and then Matt said, I think the night after the, the first session out there, uh, I had terrible dreams after that. Um, I would dream of paddling into one of those waves and pull back last second and I would get jerked awake out of breath with my heart beating out of control. Um, yeah, he kind of talks about uh, I was sitting further out because I was scared of getting caught inside. It's a weird dichotomy, though. You feel safe because you probably won't get caught by a set, but then the only waves that are catchable end up being set. So I was just sitting there, and then this wave started sucking up, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm in the spot. I started paddling super hard, and I almost pulled back. Then Albie yelled, go. I took two more paddles, uh, stood up, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to airdrop, and I'm not going to make it. It's going to be... A repeat of my session last year. It looks like he's, for all money, just going to pin drop out of the lip mm. and somehow just he maintains contact that is epic. with it. Um, and here's a description of the wave for you, Vaughn. Oh, go. Hit me. Uh, <clears throat> Matt Miola says, I hate it. Every time we see these northeast swells pop up on the maps, I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening again. Uh, Albie's going to make us go surf that wave with him. I can't sleep for days leading up to it. Um, so basically, it needs to be 8 to 12 foot Hawaiian. So that's like... Uh, in Stab's metric 20 plus foot faces to break properly. Uh, according to Albie, it was first surfed uh, around 2010 by himself and the older Hakaipa crew. Uh, nobody really went back after that, says Albie. It's pretty much just Matt, Kai, myself, and occasionally a few other guys who attempt to surf it these days. Uh, so I'm honestly not worried about it getting crowded out there. It's way scarier than it is fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they've compared it to kind of Chopu, uh, if it was mauled by a small tornado, the Mavericks left with a meth addiction. Um, and uh, Matt says, uh, even when I used to surf Jaws as a kid, this wave is scarier to me. It may not be as tall or dangerous, but I'm way more terrified of this wave than I was of Jaws. Um, yeah, fuck. It's, uh, so basically, a, a bit about the swells it kind of needs. Like northeast swells are a, a bit of an anomaly in Hawaii, mm. apparently. Uh, they originate much closer to Hawaii and consequently have a, a smaller swell period around 11 seconds, which you can kind of see in it compared to like your 15 to 18 Lumpy. second swells for, for northwest swells. It has that kind of short period, just mm. lurching. Got that quality. wind swell quality that we yeah. get here in summer where you're just duck diving. You know, it can be two foot, but you're doing 58 duck dives just to get out the back. 
Yeah, and uh, the energy of these northeast swells focuses on a different part of the islands. Uh, the windward east side, yeah, as you said, a bit more exposed and windy, so has a more rugged climate and topography than the idyllic northwestern shores. Uh, the east side's continental shelf goes quickly from deep to shallow, creating waves that ledge and throw abruptly. And due to prevailing easterly winds, the winds are all almost always onshore. All of these factors together, and you can understand how rare it is for the conditions to align for a quality East Coast swell and why this is some of the most compulsive viewing oh. on the interwebs. Oh, it makes me sick thinking about it. But yeah, that's amazing, mate. Far out. I can't believe these guys are just going, yeah, it's doable. Let's give it a crack. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. It's, it's one of the great finales of any surf film. Like, it, it, the way it builds, all of that energy that you that you uh, sort of shared with us there, that's all there in the in the in the face of Matt Miola as he's waxing up before they paddle out. And um, yeah, man, full props to Albie, Matt, Kai. Uh, I think he's out there get some hell ones as well. And it's just a fucking spectacle. And what what you said so true, Vaughn. Uh, you know, you got to bring that wow factor. And the only way to bring that wow factor in the free surfing kind of realm is, I think. Everything has to have a tinge of consequence to mm, it. Big you know, time. It's got to be that kind of crusty demons, kind of just fucking ankle snapping, head snapping uh, theatrics. Otherwise, it's just more fodder, easily forgotten. And either you've got to have a face like Luke Davis or you're not getting fucking paid. Yeah, that's it, man. That's exactly right. And that's that's why things like, you know, Noah Dean's alley-oop that broke his fucking leg that he rode out of is still fucking, you know, that's that's the only way you can do it. It's got to be fucking on the verge of major injury or death mm. for, 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 to be able to wow you. Everything else, it just falls into the fucking porridge. Ask us a question. Maxwell S. Maxi, first-time caller, long-time listener, Smithy. Uh, would Taddy and Connor world titles be the worst possible outcome and prove the new system is fucked? Well, I don't think so. No, look, it's, it wouldn't be my first pick uh, for, you know, like the result I'd like to see. Khan Morgs coming out there. Khan mm-hmm. Femgo. But uh, no, I don't think so, mate. I, I think Taddy and uh, and Connor have done enough in their careers to be worthy world champions. And I'm all for the new system. I want to see fucking the world champ beat the top five contenders and walk mm. away with the prize. No, no, I'm backing it. Mm, a world title for a uh, fake Brazilian and a tomato-growing Santa Barbara and Soul Man. Yeah, it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound too bad. That sounds all right. Pretty pretty sweet, if you ask me. This is from uh, Jack Myers, O One Smithy. How long till Morgs does an Italo and sets up an academy for the next gen of born and bred battlers of world tour caliber, who are currently pulling beers in East Coast pubs to make ends meet? Fuck. That is great a great question. question. And what would said academy look like? I mean, what would be some of the rites of passage mm. uh, in this kind of? Uh, Morgs Monastery, I'm assuming it'd be called something along yeah. those lines. The well, well, first and foremost, there would have to be a working bar with numerous tap beers just to get your your your, uh, your tap pulling arm. Yeah, you know, and make sure there's not too much head on those things. Come no, on. I come mean, on. Being an Australian on tour and not being able to pull a quality beer is uh, literally a national disgrace. Literally a national disgrace. Bob Hawke would be fucking turning mm. in his grave um, to see any Australian sportsman who couldn't pour a decent beer. I think that would probably be the Day one Agreed. at the monastery. Uh, um, yeah, what else is in there? What other, like, morgues? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, there's the foot-busting sledgehammer. And what you do is you get a sledgehammer, 
and there's a, a little thing of Morgzy's foot there and you just whack it with a sledgehammer as hard as you can and the higher the thing goes up, the more it hits John John in the chin. Ah, in that yes. little glass chin of his that just fucking yeah. cracks when Morgzy's broken toe gets a hold of it. That's right, that's right, Vaughn. And I understand uh, a big part of Morgz's trajectory onto the World Tour was working at a surf shop and upselling kooks on soft tops. <laughs> so I think uh, there's definitely a, a salesman kind of, uh, like a, a part of the syllabus, a salesman syllabus uh, component um, where you really learn how to juice every last fund out of those German backpackers on your way to World Tour Glory. The Morgs Academy, it's a, it's a must-do, and I think, uh, what, Yamba and Gary are somewhere at the back of Wulawaya there. That, that That's a good spot for it. Yeah, I'd love to see some of the, the Toronto West battlers, some of those kind of West Newey grinders making their way into the Morgs Monastery uh, and converting their lives from a trajectory of meth addiction and uh, New South Wales Cup football into World Tour greatness. For love it. I get back on protection, you mutt. This is from Jay Burke, one. Where and what is Shane Powell up to these days? Uh, can you get him on the pod? Oh, you bet, mate. We've tried. You'll be on soon. It's coming. We've made contact. The great Powley. Uh, last I heard, he was uh, doing a fair bit of fishing mm. outside of uh, Iluka there. Had a couple of uh, near-death experiences. I think one time uh, one of the fishing lines, I don't know if it's a fishing line or an anchor, Smithy went overboard and the rope got caught around his leg and pulled him straight over. Fuck. And he was just getting taken straight down. So that's a story we've got to tap into. Holy smoke. Pretty piss weak if you ask me. Here's one from uh, Board Store Smithy. And this is a fucking epic surfboard outlet over in the uh, West. Long time listeners. Good to have the crew in the shops there. Swelling fanatics. Hey. 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 Going at it. If five of the ten finalists are riding... Mauricio's sharp eye surfboards. Mm. Five of the ten finalists are on sharp eyes. Wow, jeez, Pies L didn't get much of a. He didn't enjoy much time at the top. Al Merrick was up there for thousands of years. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't he? Then DHD had a moment. Mm. Anyway, uh, including our Sal and Morgborg. Yeah, that's right. Should we be worried about some kind of global takeover? Oh, oh, this is tapping straight into what you were talking about before, Stage Smitty. two, the shaping takeover. Vaughan. Wow. Next, we're going to see uh, Darren moving to Sao Paulo and, uh, you know, adopting some alias, Darrenado. Well, Board Store want to know, should should they jump on the bandwagon, uh, double their order for summer, or uh, maybe even look at buying shares into the company? Wow. Oh, it's a fickle game, the surfboard game, though. I mean, uh, if I think of uh, Hado, the the... the Cosmic, what was it called? The psychedelic germ, or ah, oh, yes, these are uh, the yes, yes, the yeah, hidden no, shapes they, they, uh, contraption with the pop outs. The 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 boards, they they change crack really quickly, don't they? Mm. Some models are just hot for that moment and then go on the next. But as far as the influence of the world tour goes, I know Merrick Merrick was number one for a long, long time, wasn't he? Mm. And what about some of these? DHD came along. He had a moment in the sun. JS had one with Parco's world title uh, and Brucey Irons and a really cracked team there. Andy, uh, the Eric Ar- Arakawas. Oh, God. Uh, the Chilies. Mm. Uh, the JSs as well from time to time. And but what about some of these forgotten legends? Uh, you know, he's Sharp Eye, he's Mauricio in line to become the next Salomon. The next mm. firewire, perhaps, Vaughn, just yeah. condemned to the doldrums of, you know, under the, the sweaty armpits of overweight bankers as they make their way and slip along the rocks there at whatever fucking oh, wave that they... You could be out. right. You could be right. Who knows? Is that the next phase? Yeah. 
I don't know, but relegated to the doldrums, Vaughan. We can only hope that this Brazilian storm, which is approaching on all fronts, peters out at some point. Oh, I agree. Left with a semblance of dignity, and <laughs> grace, and a couple of quality surfboards. Well, uh, I tell you what, mate. I'm loving me LSD. I'm loving me Ian Byrne and yes. uh, Uncle Jonesy. We love you, mate. Uh, love hey. Got one here from uh, Jizzy Spa, aka aka Jazzo, me old mate from the Northern Rivers, now in Tasmania. Up the swellings. His question is thoughts on cars getting waxed for surf sins. Yesterday I saw a man put someone's life in danger as he dropped in on him. That led to two heavy lokes having a spray off. Uh, on my way home, I drove past the culprit trying to scrape off a vicious and very large cunt off his windshield. Wouldn't personally do it, but fuck, it made me laugh. <laughs> the old uh, waxing the windscreen. It's a classic gag. Smithy's uh, fallen into that trap one uh, time. And I tell you, the karmic kick in the pants for a fucking car waxing mm. couldn't have been more severe in my case, Vaughn. Uh, someone took a car spot at my uh, joint there in Gould Street, uh, you know, just the street back from the beach there, Bono mm-hmm. Beach World, famous, uh, proceeded to wax, you know, something very similar to that on the windscreen. I yeah. think it was a fuck off, waxed all the keyholes, uh, only to see a six foot four Rastafarian man, uh, you know, kind of a la, kind of a, a mix of Courtney Ambrose and Curtly Walsh there, mm. um, just walking up the street. And uh, I joked to my mate, imagine if it was this bloke's car. Well, it was that bloke's oh, car. Oh, mate, uh, heavy. I uh, proceeded to put the kettle on, not to have a cup of tea, but to fucking get that shit get off. Get that shit off. It, uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the, the, the comment was, I've killed people in Kingston for less than this. Yeah, well. But, uh, yeah, there we were, all three of us, me, Benny and the, the Rasta man, scrubbing the wax off. Uh, uh, shook hands. Got away and, with it. Oh, it was all, all good in the end. Yeah, look, I've been on both sides. Uh, not both sides, sorry. I've, I've, diff- I've come in from surfs and had shit written on my uh, back window in wax, and I'm kind of backing it. Like, it's it's like, yeah, it's inconvenient, but it's not fucking with the Duco. Like, it's it's, no. a, it's just a full-blown fucking kick in the guts. Mm. You, you feel it. Mm. You definitely feel it. It's not a slash tyre. It's not a wax through the uh, an axe through the windscreen no. a la Richie Vass and Mark Matthews. They wore one over there at the right, I believe it was. Man, yeah. And I've heard, uh, uh, you know, I think Aussie and I'm trying to remember who was on that trip. Colborne went down to a secret spot in, on the South Australian coastline and uh, they were sort of putting the fins in their boards and waxing up and uh, a local just backed up to where they were and just did the biggest burnout, just sprayed them in fucking gravel. <laughs> well played. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I reckon uh, as long as you're cool getting fucking flogged when you get caught, then um, it's not so bad. You know, it's better than physical violence, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is kind of the... Uh... And, and, and if you're risking people's lives out in the surf by fucking burning them and being a cunt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You deserve some Give it a crack. Mm. Give it a crack. Great eps, Smithy. Love talking to Kingy. Tuesday, maybe the day, mate. Hey. See you hey. there, brother. Hey. Can Morgs. Hey. Can ourselves. Hey. Come on, Femgate. Hey. Bring it home for Australia. Hey. Come on! Ned. Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? 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 Kidding me? Kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. 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 Oh, you gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. 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 
You've got to be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me, right? You gotta be kidding me. What? You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking 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 kidding me?